Colby, don't forget what we have to do before the podcast starts. What's that, Barry? Gratitude. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? My name is Barry. And this is Colby. And this is who watches this. <laughs> <laughs> Music. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the second week of Festival Festival de Cannes movies. <laughs> the Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> I know. I, I I know. In my mind, it's Cannes Film Festival, but for some reason, it's just so much more fun saying Festival Festival de Cannes. Festival de Cannes. I know. I know when I'm you pretty- say it that way, I just assume that all these movies are going to be subtitled. <laughs> This one was. It was. Yep. (laughs) Oh, man. This movie is. uh... So with any movie from the Keynes Festival, right? I think there's some sort of artsy fartsy meaning behind it. So I have something for that. And I think we'll get we'll get to that portion after we talk about the movie or how the movie goes. Right. Yeah. But before we get into the movie, you know, we have to do our, our movie trailer. And I was mm. too busy messing around with my French press today that I couldn't <laughs> write one out for you guys. You were messing with your French press so yeah. you couldn't watch the French movie? <laughs> I couldn't write the French French uh, the trailer. French trailer. Right. But uh, here, we, here we go. Free, free ball in it. <laughs> Commando. Um, move over, Teen Wolf. Move over, American werewolf in London, because there's finally a French werewolf in France. <laughs> <laughs> a movie about a 17-year-old 6th grade dropout, Teddy, as he lives his l- meager life in this meager town with his meager girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what trouble can one 6th grade dropout get? Or how much trouble can he get into in this small town? I think we're going to have to find out in 2020s, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kobe, I wanted to, so before we actually talk about it, I wanted to get your first thoughts from just watching this trailer, because we both thought it was something different, right? Right. Yes. Like, what did you I, think? I did not expect it to be just like a full-on werewolf movie. Right. Like, I, uh, yeah, because we were, we were kind of throwing around the idea that it was going to be like his like imaginary friend. Friend. Or or something like that, yeah. Yeah, because or like, it's all in his imagination. Yeah, because like especially since they show him take mushrooms in yeah. every trailer, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and especially because like when you see the the movie poster for this, it's him, and right behind him, there's something coming out of like a locker or some sort of metal sheeting. Right, and it's it's definitely a hand, but it doesn't look like a werewolf hand. Like so. French werewolves are just different, you know. Uh, right over there, I think they call them lycanthropes. Yes, <laughs> or, or lichens, whatever, <laughs> like whatever fancy word the French <laughs> one it is. But you know, today in uh, in respects to watching a French movie, I had to buy a French press. <laughs> right, and you're drinking that French coffee right now. Right, I can't finish it because it is kind of later in the night, and if I drink <laughs> this, I <laughs> chug it, and then you'll be up till. Uh... Till like three in the morning. Three, four in the morning. <laughs> 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 
But uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and dive headfirst into this movie. We uh, we start off this movie with some old lady <laughs> in a cottage. Oh, right. Um, I was for, I was like, how did this start? But you're right. You're right. Yeah, she's eating. I don't know, like French soup. <laughs> Girl, something. Girl. <laughs> you know, like one of the funniest things to me is like there's this old line from a show or a movie from a long time ago where they're like, well, like if you're in China, is it still called Chinese food? He's like, no, fool. It's just called food. <laughs> <laughs> so this lady might not be eating French soup, but it's soup in France. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the, the, all of a sudden, the lights cut out. So she's like, oh, no, the generator has gone out. So she gets out. You know, she pulls on it. But then we start hearing, like, a little growl. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, is anybody there? And then we see blood splatter onto the onto the uh, the window. Yeah. And so I, I, was, I think that's great because I don't know if this is a low-budget film. But for the budget that they had, I think they used it very smart. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And generally, like the since the like the festival films are usually independent, they usually don't have a huge budget behind them. So, yeah, yeah, you got to you got to work with what you got. Exactly. Right. And the thing about it is, especially with like uh, werewolf movies, one of the things that like we look for, you know, at least I look for is a is a magnificent or like a very gruesome transformation scene. Mm, yeah, because the transformation usually either makes it or breaks it. You're either like, oh, this movie is awesome, or yeah. oh my goodness, sci-fi no. channel. <laughs> put put, put uh, some money in your budget. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that scene. But just from this scene, I was like, okay, I can get sort of a scope of how they were using their budget. You know, very minimal, but they use it at the right point so it doesn't feel... Um, it doesn't feel wasteful or whatever. It doesn't feel, right. yeah. yeah. So, um, so after that, we get a cut of some, they're doing some sort of ceremony in the city square and there's like people gathered around. There's a kid from probably in the French ROTC program in high school yep. and he's there to sing the national anthem. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, as- and, and I, I have not. I am not familiar with the French national anthem, yeah. but I feel like I feel like he like William honged it. Yeah. Like it sounded like that's not how it's supposed to go. Yeah, but later we find out he's like a part of the choir, so he should be better at this, I, right? Um, right. But hey, you know, when I was in choir in high school, I would just lip sync. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what he does too, right? But you were in choir for the ladies. Oh, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so that's that is definitely one of the reasons. Either choir or theater. I was like, oh no, theater theater I need more memorization to go through. Right. Uh, right. But um then we get introduced to our main character because he starts giggling as this kid Benjamin yeah. is trying to sing fucking asshole he said and then we get introduced to our main character who's teddy this bald kid no he's not bald but he has like a shaved head yeah his style choices are pretty grunge yeah grungy right yep. uh okay kind of looks like the french version of sid from toy story <laughs> <laughs> but um 
we uh we follow this is yeah. this is our main character right and uh so we see him go through his day he's um first he makes a stop at his girlfriend's house <laughs> he like his parent, her parents do not like him because he's a sixth grade dropout. Uh, but he like he sneaks in. It doesn't even sneak in. No, he just I goes through he, the like he bangs door. on the door and they just ignore him. Yeah. So he just like walks around the back, comes <laughs> to the sliding door. Yeah, and then and then you know, and then he goes to bang their daughter, which I'm like, what? Uh, right. An Asian family could never. <laughs> Yes, I was like, oh, France is a little different than America. Cause you, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, like, because later we see another very, like, what <laughs> portion, right? But, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing it in the shower, and then they, they lay down, and, she, and he's like, I, you, you came, right? <laughs> you know, stuff that, like, a 17-year-old would say to, to their first love or right. whatever. Yep. Uh, but, you know, they have, like, a nice little relationship going. And then Teddy leaves. He goes home. He sees his aunt, who is in a vegetative kind of state. Uh, right. Yeah, a larger lady, larger, older lady who just kind of, every time you see her, she's just sitting there and... Not saying anything. Not saying anything. Not responsive. Um, I, I don't know if that's his uncle or if he's a caretaker or a family friend. It doesn't really... They don't clarify. They don't. I, I definitely got that he was like family. Yeah, maybe like an older cousin. Yeah. You know. He's, oh, like you said, like maybe an uncle. Yeah, he's he's kind of he's weird too, but maybe weird even, in the maybe best even way. like a s- step uncle. Maybe he's like <laughs> step uncle. Oh no, step uncle. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um yeah, and, and so we see Teddy has a like a pretty decent life. Like no one's no one's really shitting on him, at least like at his home. You right, know? right. Uh, we find like, out, and and even though he seems disrespectful, he's still caring because you see him feeding the like yeah, the, feeding the aunt, the aunt, uh, you know, taking care of her. Like you know, I, I think he's the only one that works in the house, and so we find out that he actually works at a massage parlor. Right. Well, not massage part. I guess like a like you know massage envy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's massaging the mayor, and he's like, "Do my feet." <laughs> and he's like, "No, sorry." He said, he said something like he was he was he was trying to be a cook, but the- he tried to work at a fast food restaurant. But the temp agency, but the restaurant closed, and the temp agency sent him there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's like telling this mayor, he's like, "No, you ordered the Saigon. You should, if you wanted your feet rubbed, you should have got the Beijing." <laughs> Right, like, like the different packages. <laughs> I thought it was funny, and then his boss comes in. He's like, "Just do it," you know, uh, because it's the mayor of the town. So you know, you you need that, you know, that good uh, that good job, right? right. Or like yep. that good press or word or whatever, because this <laughs> is a small town. Um, but we find out that there's like a really, like a really turbulent relationship between him and his boss. I yes, uh, she's. <laughs> She's kind of creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, she's the, like a lonely middle-aged woman who yeah. runs a massage parlor, and pretty much after after she rubs people all day long, she's feeling frisky. Oh, that's that. <laughs> but it's kind of how what I got from that. I don't know if it was like from the first time or the second time where we see Teddy get uh, assaulted. <laughs> um, 
I can't remember which part of it is, but uh, when Teddy gets home, I think he's trying to. I think it was before he tried to get to his job. He goes through the. Um, oh no! This is, so it was the second time. Second time that he got assaulted by his uh, lunch lady boss. <laughs> because uh, after before that, he goes like he's trying to leave, but he hears something in the woods, so he goes to check it out. Which I don't think. I don't know why you would ever do that. <laughs> right. Oh, and the police have been investigating. Uh, uh, wild uh, livestock kills. Oh yeah, and like, it looks like a wolf, right? Yeah, and so, so he he keeps asking the he. It's a small town, so that everybody knows everybody. So he kind of keeps bugging the uh, like the police chief, like, is it a wolf? Yeah. And the police chief's just like, shut up, Teddy, go home. You, you were fucking with us enough to do this morning, all right? Get out of here. Uh, but we find out that Teddy has some sort of like at least some lofty dreams, right? He wants to build a home for him and his girlfriend, right? Uh, you know, he's he's always he's like he's always out on this hill trying to stake it out. You know, he has like he even has like those little flags to sort of map out how big he wants the house. So he has like some, you know, yeah, he has a dream, even though he has a sixth grade dropout. Yeah, and and he's and he's got some ambition because he's like he's like I don't care what if I have to get two three jobs I don't care what it takes like and you know I will I will be successful so that we can get this house and we can yeah you know, but have, have a kid or two yeah we find that out later but you know we do find out that his his ambition ends at this house in their hometown. Right. Which, you know, every everybody's like, you know, if you grew up in a hometown, you're always trying to leave. Uh, especially little small town. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Small town. If you're from a small town, you're always definitely trying to leave. You want to live in a bigger city. You want to, you know, hear the city noise and enjoy the city life. And, you know, if you're 17 and uh, you know, especially, you know, like for Rebecca, she's like, I this can't be it for me. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, we, we find out, you know, Teddy, this movie is a lot of just, it's almost like a, there's a genre in anime called slice of life Mm -hmm. where it's just a show about people living their lives, you know, which a lot of people enjoy. And this is what this movie is. Primarily you just watch Teddy, like go through the motions of his life. Right. Right. But as, as the attacks keep happening in this town, people start to get more, uh, scared. Yeah. You know, they start forming mobs. You know, French people love to form mobs. <laughs> <laughs> the French Revolution. Come on, guys. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, we we see Teddy go through his life, and he uh, after he gets bit by the by the the, the wolf. wolf, right? He starts to change a little bit, right? We first notice it when Teddy takes some mushroom with it, with his girlfriend, <laughs> and you know she's like, oh. Oh, okay. So wait. Before that, there's a scene where he's sleeping, and then he's he's at the foot of the aunt's bed, and he uh, he unveils that foot like it's a Christmas ham. <laughs> and I was like, "What is he doing right now?" Yep. And then he bites into it, but we find out it's a dream. And so after that, that's when he goes to Rebecca's house. They're hanging out, you know, and then they take shrooms after the parents leave. And she's like, oh, at least in my translation, she's like, lick me, Teddy. <laughs> and so, you know, he starts to perform on her. Right. But, yep. uh, you know, you know, 
I'm trying to think about a food and all I can think about are baguettes, but that's what he has. <laughs> but uh, he starts to get way too into it. And I, she's like, it hurts. Stop. And he like immediately jumps off. He looks in the mirror and he dips. Yeah. When he gets home, he starts to look at his tongue and it's hairy. <laughs> and this is like one of the scenes I was like, oh, this is too hard to watch because he is trying to shave off his shave his tongue. Oh, it was hard. It was like, ooh, like that's where I, that's where I thought it was a great use of like cutting away and just making it like making us know that we know what's happening, right. but not showing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that at this point is more effective. Oh, definitely. Then like, you know, because like it's easy to show it now with the right budget and, and it's still disturbing. But like when you cut away and not show it and yeah, especially when he you. They they then they they cut to the sink and there's like little drops of blood and, and you hair. hear you hear his like whimpering yeah. and you know how hard he's whacking yeah. uh, where he's like, like oh, especially when he goes for the full tongue yeah. and it, you see like and that's I think that's smart filmmaking because it it makes you use your imagination and it your imagination tends to be way worse oh right right yeah and so uh, teddy goes to the doctor he's like dude i don't know what you're talking about there's no hair on your tongue and teddy's like well i just did some shrooms with my girlfriend he's like okay fucking genius don't you think that could have been it right yeah stop doing the mushrooms <laughs> and then if you're you know if your tongue gets hairy again you know maybe you're turning into a werewolf and come right. see me <laughs> And so uh, after this, Teddy goes back to work and he has to start. He's like rubbing some lady's foot. Yeah. And, and she's like, Teddy, you have to do it with more gratitude. Right. Because <laughs> she comes in and she's like, what are you missing? And he's like, well, I've got this oil. I've got uh, this soundtrack and I'm playing, you know, tracks three, six and nine. Yeah. And, and like he's got it down. But she's like, but. You're you're not showing gratitude, and 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 it's the the massage is going to come across yeah. poorly if you're if you're not in the right mood. Right, even the lady's like it's like I it's fine, right? Right, and he just says, he's like he's like do we, do you need more gratitude? And she's like no, so I'm good. <laughs> but uh, she ends up taking over, and um, she yeah, she ends up taking over because she wants Teddy to go. Unclog oh my the toilet. God. And so this kid is trying to unclog this toilet and he just fisses it. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, he, he yaks obviously, uh, but it could be due to the prior night because he had killed a whole bunch of livestock. Right. right. We, yep. he, we, we get to start like seeing moments where he's like zoning out and then slowly the, where the wolf is coming. Yeah. To, to thing right yeah he kind of zones out and he wakes up the next morning and he's like naked in the park yeah and this is after he gets sexually assaulted by his his boss and i had to i had to skip through that i was like nope this is no this is nope <laughs> and then this night he is the um the uh aggressive one and i also had to skip through that i was like this is way too long there's a lot of like <laughs> Nipping at each other, licking, <sighs> tongue wagging out. Yeah. Like, nope, nope. Like, let me skip like two, three minutes. I was like, oh my God, it's still going. <laughs> I finally got to the part where it stops and he bites her tongue and spits it out. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, um, the police come in the morning. 
you know, he wakes up bloodied in a tub. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, well, I'm sorry. I'm skipping another thing. So prior to this event happening, he actually goes to a party that Rebecca had invited him to. She's like, oh, we're about to have exams. You know, mm-hmm. my friends are uh, going to have a party. Do you want to come by? And and Teddy is trying to, you know, be really uh, positive about like, this whole yeah, situation. Yeah, be the supportive right? boyfriend. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so, like, before this, though, he had to shave some, whack some guy. And Benjamin, again, is, like, there to be, like fucking antagonizing yeah he's like come on do the butthole or the butt crack <laughs> and he's like waving like a, like a thousand francs in his face and then he ends up doing it and i think that's the money he used to uh pay for all this alcohol mm-hmm. and then we get a cut of the party <laughs> after he like practices this speech he's like oh everyone gather around gather around uh you know a pretty decent speech right yeah, yeah. and he's like all right well you know you guys are all going to pass. No one's going to fail. And so, you know, when you guys pass, you guys can treat me to a drink. But tonight, it's on me. So, like, decent dude. Definitely. Right? You know, he brung, like, at least, like, $200 worth of alcohol. I mean, right. Yeah, he's got at least at least six or eight bottles. Which is, you know, very... For a, for a yeah. party of only six or eight people, or I guess maybe ten people. Yeah, it was like it was a pretty big party, right? But then we get a cut of like, you know, Benjamin again, like, you know, he's he's trying to look like oh nice guy. He's like, everyone, you're gonna become a lawyer, you're gonna become this, this, you're gonna have a daughter. I don't know where I'm going with my life, but I hope I get to see you guys along the way. Yep. Like a like if you didn't know the guy, good speech. Uh, because you know the guy, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> but as he's delivering this speech, you see Rebecca. You see Rebecca look at him like, "Oh, I'm totally gonna dick him down." <laughs> because yeah, because she she is she's definitely like this is the successful guy from the from this from our class. This is gonna be the guy who's gonna you know do something with his life. And yeah, I, I'm becoming more and more attractive to ambition than than Teddy would. Teddy was a fun high school yeah. boyfriend, but once you get like to that graduation you want the you want you, the guy who is gonna keep up with you at least. Yeah. Right? Because I mean Rebecca has some goals of herself too because she says like later on the movie she's like, I'm gonna be in school at least ten years. So I was like, oh she's gonna do something. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, like Teddy and Benjamin get into a fight because Benjamin's like, why are you here? He finds out that he's a uh, freaking Rebecca's boyfriend and she's kind of standoffish about it. She's like, yeah, he's my guy. And then we learn that her and Benjamin have been friends since the third grade. And except for the fifth grade where they had to separate because they kept talking too much. <laughs> right. And he takes another jab at Teddy. He's like, you would know that if you didn't fucking drop out at sixth grade, idiot. <laughs> You know, which we we do find out that Teddy doesn't have parents, so that could be like one of the factors why he dropped out. I, right, right. But uh, they get into a fight. We don't see who wins the fight. No, and it's it's a it's kind of a like a I don't know. It's a girly like, fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's like watching like Will Ferrell and Step Brothers, like oh. them fighting. Like it's, <laughs> it's exactly like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley fighting because actually I, I rescind my girl fight because I've seen girl fights and they're like way worse than guys sometimes. You know they're pulling hair scratching at their face but yeah but teddy dips out he's like fuck this place he throws the bottles away and then she stops chase 
And so, I, right? Yeah, because she's really, she really kind of doesn't doesn't seem to like back him because he's yeah, he's like just, he's like yeah, she's my girlfriend. And then, like the other guy looks over her, and she's just kind of like, eh. well, she's like, that's my guy, yeah, yeah. You know? But it's not like, but she's you like, leave him alone. That's my man. Yeah, you know? she's like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So the next time that he, uh, so after the incident with the boss, you know, she, he goes over to her house and she's, yeah, she's at this point, she's not having it because the whole town is like, it's you. You're the one who did this. You're, you're the only two people that work there. It has to be. You. Right. Yeah. The police show up in the morning at the massage parlor and this lady's uh, unconscious with her tongue bitten out. Yeah. And it's, certainly not a, a wild animal didn't. Open the door and come in and fucking bite her tongue off, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, Teddy's trying to dissuade it. You know, he's like, "Come on, you know, you're gonna go to college. Uh, I'm gonna work. It won't be any. I won't cause any trouble. You know, uh, I'm gonna make enough money to set up this house. I'll even make a room for you. Rebecca, study. No one and come in. You know, we'll have a kid. Fuck it, maybe two. Yep. And you know, and she's just like. Mm, I'm not coming back, you know. And she drops the bomb. She's like, "I, th- I don't love you as much as you love me." And that's you know, it's young love, right? It's right. high school love. Yep. Yeah, that's devastating for certain people to hear. And you know, Teddy fights. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna let you go." But you know, he ends up having to leave. Yeah, I think he's like at this point he's trying to think about what he's gonna do, but then he he writes his letter, and I think he's already accepted it, right? Yeah, but he wants to write Rebecca a letter, and he's like, and it's kind of like a like a pretty heartfelt. Letter. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of a like I understand that you need a break and you need to do your life, but you know, I'm here when you're ready. Right, but you know he's like you're you were the best part of my life, and yeah. all that stuff, so, and so he wants to drop it off at her house, right, so he goes through the you know the window that he always goes through, and he leaves it, but then Rebecca comes out, she comes out naked, and he's like, "Oh, this might be one of the last times I get to see her naked, let me <laughs> let me be a creep for a little bit, you know, which I, mean, I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy, but you know i I, I kind of understand like <laughs> right and, 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 and not that it justifies it, but he has at least seen her naked before, so it's not like totally like yeah. guy hanging out in the bushes. Yeah, you know, and if this is gonna help him kind of move on, fine. Right, right. <laughs> no, this is is terrible. He should have left. Yes, he should have left. Yeah, right. You know, I just you feel so bad for the guy. You know, and you you want to fight for him, but it's like no, it's unacceptable. But as she's getting ready. Another bloke comes out, and they're like, "Oh!" And you just know it's Benjamin. Yep. And you know Benjamin's like, "Oh, oh, I don't think we have time." And she's like, "Oh, we have time, all right." Right. And then the dad comes in. And he's like, "We gotta go, you two. And she's Benjamin pops out fucking naked, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there, pops." And he's like, "Okay, well, we'll wait in the car for you guys." Oh then. my god! Yeah. <laughs> 
Listen, I don't care who you are. You're not going to do that in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Benjamin and then Teddy freaks out. He starts running and, you know, um, I forgot what happens after this, because now the only thing I remember. Oh, no. Yeah, he goes. He uh, what's it called? He goes back home. And he uh, hugs his uncle, right? Right. And, you know, his uncle had painted a fucking cross on his thing. And he knows what Teddy is at this point. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. There's no hiding it. He's seen the blood stains around the house. Uh, so he they perform some weird ritual. And then I think he was just like, I, I have to let I, him It's like a this. blessing because they had painted the big cross, the big crucifix on the wall behind his bed. And he has the little smoke. And so it's kind of like a blessing because he... He thinks, I think he thinks that Teddy's like possessed, possessed. right? Something, right? But, you know, um, Teddy goes to the little function that Rebecca was planning to go to. It's a little choir show, <laughs> like a little community charity, probably that's happening. It's a bingo night, and Teddy's there. And I think this is like the best way for them to have done the transformation scene. Because you get yeah. a little bit and it's you get a little bit and it's enough. Right. Right. Because we see Teddy. He's in his like little goth boots <laughs> and he's in this stall. You only see his feet. But then you start seeing he drops his rings. Yeah. And then and then you start to see blood drop everywhere. And I was like, oh, because before this, you see him pull off one of his nails. And that was like another hard oh, scene to watch. Right. <laughs> that was good. That was. Yeah. It's like. The little things, right? But in this one, he is fully wolfing out. And there's, like, skin coming off of him. Yeah. It is a great way to do the transformation scene. And then we do... We have very slight CGI here. Because then we finally see Teddy be a full wolf. But just his eyes. But just his eye, yeah. Right? And then so he wreaks havoc onto this community center. And he just decimates everybody inside of it i think he before that before he transformed he like locked he chained up all the fucking doors yep yeah. cut off all the lights and he is hunting everybody in this building and he he saves rebecca for last and this is like a great scene because she peeks out and all you see down the hallway are his eyes right right and then he like comes out of the shadow so slightly that you see the shape and you know like it's great that they made him stay far away because then you know, this budget's small the CGI is right yep sci-fi level you saw it from when you saw him in his first in the wolf when he goes to the eye I was like oh that's pretty that's pretty CG it's pretty bad but like from this way from this from that distance you you see you see the outline and you see him wearing his shirt <laughs> the shirt is fucking stretched out with the body <laughs> even though the feet couldn't handle the the wolf feet and it looks great it is such a good scene and then after that you know we see the carnage of what happened in the morning and teddy wakes up in the ravine and there's already cops there chasing after him he shakes them gets home but you know everyone's already like you know he's eating cereal his uncle pours him a bowl yeah and they have this moment you know teddy cries because he knows what's about to happen. Right, right. And so his uncle forces him up to go upstairs, and there's like a tarp laid out. 
And I think this is, I think... The, and, and this is the first time that the, the cops aren't being, like, total douchebags to him. Like, they're like, okay, angry mob with pitchforks. We're the police. We're going to go in. We're going to take care of this. Yeah. You, there's no reason for you to overrun this house. Exactly. But they do, they end up doing it. But before they can get to Teddy, his uncle shoots him. Yeah. Which, you know, you know what's going to happen. His uncle already has a sus- suspicion. And I think this probably was like the best outcome because it's quick and clean. Yeah. Yeah. Versus what the mob might have done to him. You know, like, you know, we, we already know from history what French people and mobs like to do. <laughs> Freaking hell. And, and the movie ends with everyone pouring out of the house and Rebecca with scratches on her back. Yep. Uh, is just in awe of what happens, and we, you know, we roll credits. There, there's a, they have a scene in the credits where they're dancing together and having this moment, mm-hmm. and the the movie just ends. <laughs> so, before we get down to like our little analysis and moments in the movie, let's go ahead and do our other uh, segment: high star, low star, and because this movie is is pretty. Um, yeah, it's an art film. There's not a lot of uh, reviews on it from right. where we get our normal reviews. So, Kobe, <laughs> go ahead and do the, uh, our four-star. Four-star by Kim. Different way to tell it. Uh, I found it refreshing in that it that it's a different way of telling the same old story. It's the boy <clears throat> on the verge of puberty has plans. He works. He loses his girlfriend. I find more of... Uh, of that would happen in real life. Not the same old, not the same old, same old, uh, told with, without all the special effects. Sorry. I liked it. Don't ever be sorry, Kim. (laughs) Don't ever be sorry that you you liked the movie. All right. And then we have this, uh, this, this freaking Jagoff with the one sorry. (laughs) Bentley, almost nothing happens. (laughs) Imagine a werewolf horror movie where every attack happens off screen or out of sight. Imagine in the transformation to the werewolf, the protagonist has some inexplicable tiny changes that are more gross and creepy body horror than wolf like. Imagine that in the process of the protagonist going feral, he mildly bites one person. Oh my god, this guy uses imagine a lot. Imagine that when he finally goes full werewolf at almost the very end of the movie, you don't see the transformation and you don't actually see what he ends up looking like. Imagine you finally think you will see him kill a large number of people and it all happens off screen and all but one isn't even filmed. Imagine no one is ripped apart. They They just end up in the floor covered in fake blood you don't see it i wish i could say it's about the story but there's nothing there either you don't like you really don't like teddy you don't like anyone in the movie you don't like anyone's decisions everyone is dull and undynamic they're frankly weird sometimes i guess there's an incel rampage allegory but even that ends up uninteresting save your time watch literally any other werewolf movie even if it sucks it can't suck this much. This guy just doesn't get this movie. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for big budget Hollywood werewolf movie, yeah, th- this is this is not this is not going to quench your thirst. Yeah, and there's not but, even an incel rampage allegory because Teddy has a girlfriend. Right. He's not celibate 
involuntary celibate. You know, he's he's pretty friendly. He's he's pretty sociable for the most part. He, he's uh, what's it called? He's at least not combative or anything. He doesn't blame anybody for his situation. So there's not that's not the allegory that they were going for. I think the allegory from like how I saw this movie is that. Uh, there's some people when you transition from teenager to uh, like a full-fledged adult right that that change is is hard for some people and especially for someone in teddy's situation where he's a sixth grade dropout he doesn't have he doesn't really have any big prospect prospects coming to him right and living in a small town there's not a lot of yeah there's not a lot of opportunity yeah right but he at least has a goal where he wants to at least have a build a house for the woman that he loves right and so yeah like that's that's how i saw this werewolf movie it was that the change is something that he couldn't handle and so whether whether this might have been i don't know imaginary werewolf attacks and he just went full columbine Mm-hmm. You know, or, or, you know, he did go full werewolf, but, you know, obviously it's a werewolf movie, so that's what they have to show. But I think that's what I saw, like, as far as, like, metaphorically, um, the our one star guy is saying that the characters are undynamic or uninteresting. But I was like, this is just a small town life. Right. You know, you, you have bullies. They're acting out because there's nothing else to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're the big fish in a small pond. Yeah. And it's the kids from the rich family, you know, yeah. that that are the bullies because, you know, they're he, rich. he even says that he's like, he's like, welcome to my my house. And Teddy's like, it's not your house. It's your parents house. Yeah. And he's like, oh, at least I have parents. I was like, that's I, a low right. blow, you yeah. fucking dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, Colby, what did you like about this movie, though? Um, I I really did enjoy it like it it had a I I felt like it had a good story that that uh you know ran all the way through there was you know I like we were talking about earlier like I I love the way that they they hid some of the transformations some of the murders and stuff like that like here this dumb old Bentley (laughs) doesn't like anything but uh like all that stuff that he doesn't like i thought they did a great job with what you know with what they were working with yeah i thought uh, i mean like i'd I'd rather you use your budget wisely and kind of do those things off scene um and allude to them than to not not spend your money wisely and have just some terribly done you know cg or whatever or obvious guy in a suit (laughs) right right yeah yeah i think i think this is like a really solid way of telling the story like in a different way you know um he says teddy isn't is unlikable but as you watch the movie you kind of get where teddy's coming from i right right and it's yeah at the beginning he's 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 like the He's a dick. Yeah, he's a douchebag-like teenager, and you don't like him, but you start to see him taking care of his aunt and, you know, uh, how much he cares about the girl and, you know, how he's trying. And, like, you you learn to like him, and by the end, you really feel for him. Yeah, like, 
the kid is, you know, like as 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 rough as he could have went, he could have, you know, dealt drugs or anything. He's putting in the work at this job that you know he just hates. Right. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's he's learned it. You know, he knows like all the essential, you know, he knows all the oils, all the tracks that he has to play. The he knows the packages. <laughs> right. <laughs> So the kid, the kid isn't slacking off. He's really trying to work. And when he's trying to beg Rebecca, he's like, I will, I won't cause any trouble for you. Uh, I'm going to work hard. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll find a job that gives me a lot of money so we can, so you can be comfortable and study. Yep. You know, the, the kid looked like he was prepared to do anything for this girl, for the person that he loves. And, you know, for his aunt, who's probably like his last living relative on an uncle. And so, yeah, like, I think, I think he was extremely (laughs) likable. Like they could have really just dicked him up. Yeah. You know, just like, uh, did you ever watch that, uh, that sleepaway camp, like sleepaway camp five or something? Where it was like in 2007. I have only seen the first one. Okay, yeah, because you could skip like they're all kind of shitty. Like I watched, I watched through them, and I was like, "Oh, this this is all crap." But the fifth one, they the guy, the fifth one, the original guy came back, the the original director. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, you could tell like he he didn't really practice making more movies, (laughs) and he just makes this one character who's like super unlikable. Like he's like this overweight kid that's a fucking. annoying brat and right. he runs around he's like he, he acts like an incel and you're like oh dude fuck that guy <laughs> and and teddy could have definitely gone this route he could have gone super unlikable and uh he could have gone like blaming everybody else but he didn't right yeah yeah and i think it's yeah it's great how they use the transformation like he's this one star guy is like oh that you don't even get to see the transformations and you don't see him get to rip people apart it's like you know what happens you, you we're so oversaturated with like that kind of media like how could you just not imagine it right exactly <laughs> and i was like with little chunks of like just skin falling to the floor and the crack underneath the stall i thought that was a fantastic you could see i could i was visualizing him peeling that skin off oh yeah you know (laughs) and so it was it was a great way to do it yeah i could just imagine like as the skin is falling off you know that little mucus membrane Uh, that like yep that is still attaching it's coming off slightly (laughs) and yeah like and then you see the carnage that happens in the morning and you just like it's like reading a book you're imagining how all these people died. Right. Yep. And it's pretty freaking gruesome. Yeah. Like there's dudes with like chunks missing out of them. People with their freaking throat slashed. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. This is like making the best of your situation. Right. At its finest. I so like they always talk about like American werewolf in London being like, that movie that like set the bar for what, uh, <laughs> but I felt like I always felt like at that that movie there was so much nothing happening like the first half of the movie, and then they spent like their whole budget on like that couple transformation scenes, which were amazing, the, which were for the time, yeah, absolutely amazing. But like I I almost felt this. 
this had more like heart in it and more more story in it than that. Yeah. Um Yeah, because yeah, like um thinking back, I'm trying to remember how American Werewolf London was, is that like I don't think it had the same amount of character development. Right. And, and, it, and like in that one it was it was him and his best friend who had died who was then like in a in his imagination. Yeah. Like and becoming more and more decomposed was like, you know, hey, you gotta you know, you gotta die because if you uh you know, I'm stuck here in your I can't go to you know, wherever, heaven or whatever. Yeah. If you're all still alive, that's part of your curse is I'm oh. going to follow you. And uh, <laughs> so it was like that weird, like, you know, kill yourself kind of. So I can move on. Uh, yeah. And then like here, like it was like, that was kind of the uncle. Like he was, the uncle was like his, his conscience, his conscience or something like yeah. that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, like, the whole the situation with Rebecca, you know, boy or girl, you can totally understand if you've ever been on the receiving end of that conversation. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, you you know, because she was like, you know, you were fun. You know, you're you're great this last eight months. Right. It yep. was fun being with you. But I'm going to go to school for 10 years. There's. I have bigger dreams. Yeah, I'm definitely outgrowing you and outgrowing this town. And right. yeah, I'm not coming back. Yeah, exactly. And and so you understand her situation, too. You know, it's like you're, you're both young, you know, for the time. It's awesome. Right. But, you know, sometimes it's time to let go. And, you know, if if Teddy didn't see her and Benjamin fornicating in the closet, <laughs> That he has fornicated with her plenty of times with, I can imagine. Yeah. I think this movie would have totally been a different movie after that. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, he might have, but I, I, I love the, this original ending where like, you know, he get, he dies at the end and, you know, he lets her live because even when he's in his werewolf state, he knows. He still cares enough to let her yeah. Well, you know, he had to scratch her first, you know. So, like, oh, let's talk about that, right? Is she a werewolf? Oh, I <laughs> didn't even think about that. Right? Because <clears throat> I don't know. Like, you know, every werewolf movie has its own rules. Right. If you get scratched, you become a werewolf. Or right. you have to get bitten to become a werewolf. So, so like, then, then it becomes, like, did he care about her enough to uh, to let her live? Or did he want to give her a curse before he knew he was going to die? Right. What do you what do you what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I like I hadn't even thought about that. till you said that now I, that, that's that's super interesting. Or was it like almost like a if you're a werewolf and I'm a werewolf, then we're stuck with each other? Oh, that's another that's another route this movie could have possibly went, right? They he would you know, curse her, but right? Then, but then then we get a whole different movie, right? Because then she's like, I don't want to be with you. You did this. I'm gonna start my own pact, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have a full underworld werewolf battle. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so the the ending of this movie is pretty ambiguous to where Rebecca 
is going to be at. Right. Yeah. Like, what, like, what do you want her to, how do, how would you want her life after this to be like? Um, I don't know. It's almost like you, you, you would understand that he gave her the curse because she was not, like I said, it's it's understandable that she's moving on. Yeah. She's outgrowing people. Right. But yeah, like it was like they broke up that morning and the next, like later on that afternoon, he comes to give her this like letter and his heartfelt letter. And she's already like moved on. Right. Or like, yeah. So it's, it, it definitely makes you feel like, Oh, like who do you when, side with? When they had that conversation earlier, she had already she was already moved on. She had already oh, yeah. tested the water somewhere else and was like, "Yeah, oh, this you is." Mean, you mean after the like at the party they had hooked up? I, that's what kind yeah. of what I was right. Benjamin is up there, Mademoiselle. Yeah, <laughs> that is no good for you. <laughs> It's a terrible French accent. It's so Pepe Le Pew. I'm sorry, everybody. But yeah, like, you know, like, on one hand, you're like, all right, maybe she isn't cursed and she gets to live her life. But this is always going to be this, like, PTSD type of inducing trauma that Mm. she has. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's just like another form. That's like another curse. Because then you're like, you know, like, oh, I know it was Teddy because I cheated on him or... Yeah. You know, you know, they're French, you know, they're so uh, they're they're so open about sex and stuff like that. So yeah. it could be normal, you know, but then now she's going to be all Americanized about it. She's like, no, if I cheat on him, he's going to kill an entire community <laughs> center full of people. <laughs> so it's it's hard. Like, you know, like, do you want her to be a werewolf and, you know, possibly die the same way because she she can't control the urges? And die like Teddy, or do you want her to not be cursed but have to live with this scarring incident? I'm right. Yeah, that's man. That like now I got to I go to bed tonight and I let it just like ponder in my head, and then I'll come up with something in the morning. And I'll be like, oh, I should have thought of that for the podcast. Addendum one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right next week you could say it right before we start the other movie you could be like well hold on so right. yep now that so i've that, had that's time what, lots of times i like to after i watch the like i watch the movie i give it like 24 hours in my head you know sometimes i'll watch it a second time if it's if it's something that's like deep um and then then i like once like i formulated my like hypothesis and my theories and yeah. my, my 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 feelings on the movie then i'll go and like i'll watch um other people's reviews because lots of times like they will say stuff like this and it'll make me think and then i'll be like oh now i have another 24 Ta- hours talking point where i can like the where i can like let that brew into my into my previous right. theories and uh so then i'm like my, my my brain's all good for the for the podcast but this, since this was a French movie and the reviews are sparse. Uh, yeah. And they're all like two minutes long <laughs> yeah. and it's pretty much just telling you the plot of the movie. Right. right? Oh yeah. You should see this. It's good. Werewolves go. Right. <laughs> I like, okay. So I hate those YouTubes <clears throat> that are like this movie explained and then they just 
talk about the plot and they're like, oh, crazy movie, right? <laughs> right. You're like, dude, you didn't explain anything. You just told me about the movie I just watched. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, for me, I think this was sort of a coming of age type mm-hmm. of movie mm-hmm. where, you know, it, it's coming from the other side where like the people can't accept the changes that are happening and, you know, the things that maybe you were in love with or aren't there for you anymore. So you kind of give up. That's yeah. How sad I saw this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like you, you've, you've lost your parents. You're living in poverty. You're taking care of like this invalid aunt. The one good thing in your life is your girlfriend. And then she's just like, sorry, I'm out of here. Cause I found a guy who's got more ambition than you, which is also like a fair, you know, like a fair thing. To want, right? Right. So, yeah, I, this movie was was good. It was good. All right, let's get to our reviews. Uh, if you guys, if this is the first time you guys are joining us, thank you for joining us. We do our reviews in four sections. We have Stream It, DVD It, Blu-ray It, and Ultimate Wolf Werewolf Collection. <laughs> <laughs> so they said that the director had uh, its two brothers, and they have done one other movie. Oh. But I, I, it was it's also in French, so when they said the name and it did not stick in my head. <laughs> it's um, Sodom. <laughs> it's the movie Sodom. Um, and then the main actor of like was in, or Teddy was in. He's he's in at least a dozen movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a, a like a child actor, but he's been pretty consistently putting stuff out. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I liked him. I liked his acting in this one. It was yeah, you know, and he looks way different with hair. <laughs> <laughs> right, you could say that about a lot of people that shave their head, right? Like, oh my um, god, the hair yeah, changes. I, I would, I would, I don't know what what we would get in a in a ultimate box collection. Uh, other uh, werewolf movies, probably <laughs> a werewolf in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I, I would, I'm gonna pick this up. I'll pick this up on Blu-ray. This is solid. This is yeah, solid. Definitely yeah, rewatchable. Yeah, definitely. I'm 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 in the same boat. I think this is especially now that we talked and have come up with some points. Now I now I'm gonna rewatch it this week anyway, just to like clarify things in my head. You're gonna watch it with Teresa? I she does not like to read her movies. <laughs> Maybe there's an English dub somewhere. <laughs> you know, with shitty uh, English dub. That's a possibility. Right, yeah. No, um yeah, I think this is a pretty solid movie. Uh definitely worth it for blu-ray if you like especially if you like werewolf like movies this uh this is sort of telling the same old tale in a different way kind of using it as a for me coming as a coming of age film with the with werewolf stuff thrown in there right you know because i think this movie you know this movie could have done away with the werewolf stuff and i think it would have it would have been like a gritty or like a drama yeah yeah so I think because like I like movies like that where like if you take away one aspect of it, is this still a good movie? And this definitely I think fits the bill. Like even if you took away the werewolf aspect, you know, uh, it could have been just like a drama where maybe he murders Benjamin, right? Like yeah. old school style with a knife or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it could have been you know a totally different thing. But like could have could the movie have spun that way and still have been a great movie? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Like Teddy could have just shown like little psychopathic tendencies where he's killing small animals. (laughs) 
and yeah, see, like totally good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode for our of Kane's uh, Film Festival month, right? Hopefully, we'll we'll find another uh, thinker for next week. I, I, you know, I really love like the film festival movies. Um, I just, just uh, I, I don't know, big into like that low budget where you you have to kind of rely more on the script than on the uh, on the on gra- the effects. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because like these directors ha- don't have any studios interfering with their vision. Oh, that's right. And you, so, you know, so we get to prove every every line of script. Yeah, right. Or like, oh, we can't do that one. That's that's too uh, too much of a hot topic right now. Uh, yeah. And you know, this is like what cinema used to be like when I was growing up. Like, yeah. I mean, I kind of missed on the eighties, but then like, would we have movies like Blade Runner and uh, Running Man with freaking Arnold? Freaking, uh, what's the uh, what's the movie where he's in freaking Mars? Oh, uh, b- 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 Total Recall. Total Recall. Like, will we have movies like Total Recall? Will we have movies like freaking Terminator? You know, like back then there were no properties to really remake. I, right. And so we so we got to get right. a whole bunch of original movies where the studio didn't have some sort of what's it called like a benchmark to go off of. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why like these film festival movies are so good because we get to see so many like we have a variety of stories that we get to watch and yeah and it's almost like they put these movies out and they're like their their goal is to make their money back and then to you know promote themselves so they're like hey if i put out an independent film and we break even and some big theater some big you know company sees my talent i can move up into yeah. into like these bigger roles yeah like um, i i know like the goal yeah the goal is like to 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 get recognized by studios uh, if the movie is popular enough it can pick up a distributor to get into dvd and blu-ray and streaming services right yeah like you know and and uh, unfortunately not enough like they could only you know people could only pick up so many different type of movies that you get to hear about Right. Yeah. The film festival is probably littered with movies that have never even seen the light of day. Hey, right. You hear people about people go to a film festival and they're like, I saw, you know, 18 movies this weekend and uh, like four of them I wanted to see, but I couldn't get into because they were sold out or because yeah. it was scheduling conflict or whatever. Right, and you end up watching a movie. You're like, I didn't, didn't even wanted to watch this movie, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> but unfortunately, right. yeah, like uh, what's it called like Dale and Tucker, mm, like mm-hmm. was a movie that got shelved for like two years right. until someone picked it up. And right, yeah, it's a shame, right? All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. We always appreciate you. Uh, down on our show notes, we have our Amazon affiliate links. You're gonna go shopping anyway. Might as well help out your possibly favorite podcast (laughs) (laughs) definitely your favorite podcast or at least your favorite movie podcast right um and of course we've got our facebook that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us so you know write us give us some comments uh some likes some shares you know give us some suggestions of uh what you want us to see and uh you know we'll do our best to uh, accommodate you (laughs) 
But thank you guys for joining us. My name is Barry. This is Colby. And this is Who Watched This. If you guys want to check out it as our theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's called Arcade Montage. It's on her album, Music for Podcast 3. And her band camp is down below. Thank you. Oh.